What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. You ready to talk about developmental Saturday, Joel Pearl? <laughs> Here's the thing, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm not wrong, but I think they're wrong about what their products are. Because in the end, when you look at what happened on both shows and who was on both shows, is it really developmental Saturday? Anyway. Look at their champions. It look at their champions. I don't know. Everyone's pretty top tier to me. You want to welcome the people to the show? No. Uh, welcome to Tim and Joel. Call it in the ring. The show where uh, I don't want to welcome you. <laughs> it's a hostile environment. Welcome. Right. It's 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 a hostile work environment, and you're not welcome. This is this is what res- wrestling fans like, right? Hostility in the workplace. I feel yeah. like that's what they do like because that's what the whole show is about. So yeah, we are. like hostility in the workplace, being talked down to, and mm-hmm. uh, yelling um, really awful takes about the shows they watch. Mm. That's that's my understanding. Saw a few of those. Yeah, so, well, there's always going to be that. But maybe you want to give us your awful takes. Mm. You could do so in the comments. Go ahead. You can toss a thumbs up on the video while you're at it. Leave us a comment. Subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked, where we're dropping content every single day. Or at least we're trying to. It's Other really people are. I'm, I'm, I, got, I can barely make this one hour. <laughs> yeah, it's a good hour, though. It's a good it hour. If you watch I it. do my best. <laughs> and uh, you can also send us your hot takes in Super Chat form. If you uh, hit that little dollar sign at the bottom of the menu on the YouTube chat, you can donate any amount and uh, get your question statement around the air and also support us here at Fightful Overbook so that I have an excuse to pay Tim at the end of the year if I so choose. And uh, the Overbook Discord's open. Don't tell Sean Ross that, but it exists. There's a link in the description of the YouTube video. You should go ahead and hang out with us. Hey, how you doing, chat? It's good to see you. Good to have you. If you're watching on Facebook, welcome. We hope you're going to enjoy whatever we're about to do. There's a lot of wrestling to talk about. There always is. This is what we do, right? There was more than usual this week. <laughs> it was an, an, an over-adequate <laughs> amount of professional wrestling to talk about. Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, I, yeah yeah was, where should we start we're, we're going to talk about last night we're going to talk about ring of honor talk about nxt deadline uh we'll talk about probably we'll talk a bit about raw and um maybe i'll fill you in on smackdown and dynamite we'll talk about dynamite let's fill me in on raw too <laughs> okay. i watch dynamite i watch dynamite as far as the the weekly programming because the two three hour shows really messed me up it really can i get it i really <laughs> so uh so where do you want to start do you want to start on last night's events uh it's gonna take up the bulk of time so yeah maybe we well okay no 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 let i want to quickly mention in case we don't get to dynamite that that promo was very fun between mjf and ricky starks that was very good uh now deceased mjf he was speared out of his shoes may he rest his soul um if he was if he was speared out of his shoes and therefore deceased who showed up at the patty pimblet ufc fight last night oh i don't know it sure wasn't Patty. It sure, <laughs> it sure wasn't the judges. Let's give him that. <laughs> Great card. Last it. two last two matches were insane. I didn't watch it. I only heard uh, about it. So they. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, they made the wrong call with the Patty match, and then it was a draw, a split so the, decision draw. The trick is, 
uh, Patty Pimblett has to stop asking to get paid for his MMA podcasting appearances and instead get paid for his MMA fights. Uh, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. There's always going to be some more people who want to get punched in the face for for like lunch money. So <laughs> I would like some lunch money to get punched. No, I wouldn't. What am no, I saying? No, I would not do that job. No, that sounds awful. Okay, where, where, where are we starting? I want to start at. Uh, do you want to start Ring of Honor since it was the earlier show yesterday? Well, it was the best show. Uh, it it, uh, it sure. had its ups and downs. I really enjoyed Ring of Honor. Uh, so uh, uh okay mean, there was there are there are a lot of things that i enjoyed about ring of honor there are quite a few things that made me very irritated watching that program okay so so tell me what did you let's start with what we enjoyed because there was a lot that was yeah. really well done on the show yeah. uh and, and i'm sure some stuff we'll agree on some stuff we're not going to agree on because that's sure. just the way we do it, that's how it um goes. zero hour there was a bunch of matches that uh, honestly like there was some good stuff there was some weird stuff uh, Tough Light in the Kingdom had a great match. Uh, you should probably go out of your way to watch that. It's for free yeah, on YouTube. Well, well, okay, insane. who's the Kingdom again? Kingdom is Matt Taven and uh, and Mike Bennett. With and Matt Maria. Taven is not Maven. It's someone else. No, he's <laughs> Matt Taven. He, yeah. he literally runs around yelling, I'm Matt Taven. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to when your name is that uh, forgettable. That's right. Well, he's the draw. Well, that's Sammy Callahan. I don't think he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. Uh, Maria Canales, I know. That's cool. Okay, I'll remember that. She's, she's the one with those two, which is the faction I've seen on TV several times. I yeah, some like Maria. The, the kingdom. I think it's because there's like the kingdom, the embassy, etc. So, like, do you remember them as OGK? No, no. God. Okay, so because that was the OG kingdom, they were the kingdom and Ring of Honor. That's also a forgettable name, OGK. Yeah. It just like I don't know. Did, did you remember? Um, I don't know. Uh, remember Honor No More. <laughs> Yeah, from Impact. Yeah, they yeah were part because of that. that recency. <laughs> like... Yes. Well, they were part of that too. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, Top Flight defeated the Kingdom, and the Kingdom are pissed off. So, I'm excited to see what happens with them. I want to see the Kingdom at least vie for those tag titles. And we're going to talk about that tag match in a few minutes. But uh, they opened up with AR Fox, Blake Christian defeating Drillisco and Roosh. That was <laughs> yeah. a bit of a weird ending. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. So I saw people with some wild takes, like really. There are, most people were just like that was a weird ending. Shame about that, which is the right take, I think, because just things happened. I don't know. Like it looked like an ending sequence. I really can't blame this ref at all for anything with this because, like, that looked like an ending sequence. And the guy Dr- Drillistico uh, <laughs> chooses to throw up his inside shoulder, which is an insane decision. <laughs> like. Don't know what was going on there. Yeah. The referee is supposed to count three no matter what. The referees, the referees are always told, like, you count three, don't make it look like two and a he half. He did like, a damn good job because that Drillistico screwed that right up. Like, yeah. And, and Roosh, Roosh was pissed, as JPJ is pointing yeah, out. Which is yeah, hilarious like, because it was just, like, nakedly seeing how much of a weird baby man he must be, given his, like, I am Roosh. the best. Like, they're walking out and it's like, Roosh. And it's like, oh yeah, fuck realistic, if, I guess. If Roosh was the one getting pinned, he would have someone would have died. Like, there would have been a stabbing. Like. Yes. It would have been really bad. Uh instead, Drillisco and Roosh time beat the shit out of AR Fox and Blake Christian after the match. So I saw okay, I saw a lot of uh yelling about the headshot chair shots, which okay, fair because of all of the nightmares, but yeah. It looked pretty... Okay, there were two chair shots. 
allegedly, because the first one looked kind of limp. Like it wasn't that forceful uh, from what I could see. Drillistico like dropped the chair and he had his arm up like that on Air Fox. Um, and then the second one, the camera didn't capture it because what was a recurring theme is whoever the broadcast director was is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like was has Ring of Honor always been this way? Like, did they keep the original staff, or is this a new? No, they they moved over a few AEW staff to the Ring of Honor side. Yeah, I don't B know what it feels like, man. Because that so I don't that, know fully. The camera was it was so bad. Like that yeah. throughout the night, like they would constantly cut away as the like impact moment would happen to a different take. Uh, at one point, the camera like they zoom into the the women's title. And it's out of focus, and they couldn't get the focus. And I was just like, how the f "Like, how do you even do that?" Like, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I hear it. Was, it was bad. Like, camera op and broadcast direction was not great last night. Okay, like, I thought it was really abysmal. <laughs> that's fair. And listen, like, there are certain times where I, we talk about that on on the various shows that we watch, and I noticed it a little bit. It didn't. Um, yeah. didn't affect me as much i don't know maybe I, I there were there were several cut, like i said i didn't see the blake christian chair shot because it cuts away yes it does and there were several like slams where they cut away before they hit the mat and i'm just like I, what what are you doing <laughs> like, i wonder i wonder if the blake christian chair shot because it might have been it, because it wasn't script. planned and yeah. they were trying to yeah just kind of get away from it that would make sense uh that being said you know if that's their way of getting their heat back i'm interested in hearing if both parties called an audible and said, like, let's say they realize they mess up the finish. AR Fox says to Drillisco, you know, beat the shit out of me. Or Blake says to Ruth. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I don't think it was like uh not it wasn't a shoot. Like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a shoot. Like, they were fine. AR Fox clearly was like waiting for it to happen. Yeah. It was Which, oh, that's weird. another gripe about the camera team. They zoomed in several times while they are visibly talking about and like calling spots in the match. Yes. Like <laughs> That's my favorite, though. <laughs> but, like, there was one during the Briscoes match. That it was just like they were having a full-on conversation back and forth. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's talk about the yeah. uh, the Women's yeah. World Championship match. They had Athena mm. defeating Mercedes Martinez. I, um, I'm i torn. I, uh, you know, on one hand, I love this character development for Athena. Yeah. I love what they've been doing. I love what she's been doing. Um, on the other hand, like, Mercedes Martinez has been, like, my ride-or-die women's wrestler forever she's, so. she's in player coach territory now she so like i think this makes sense uh athena's the hot hand right now uh i don't understand the one thing i don't understand about athena's presentation is her entrance thing like where she keeps having different stuff but it always looks kind of crummy because i think she's making it herself and it's like you're a wrestler you got enough shit to do maybe hire also, that out like i think she's also trying to figure out like what this yeah. look is supposed to be because she's evolving right whatever she's doing is is new right she would not they not being a heel that's not new but like whatever yeah. this character is for her it's uh it's different and, and i think she's trying to figure it out i think maybe she thought she was going to be um a trolling heel by having like the athena thumbs up you know led ford on her jacket yeah i don't know and that's the thing half the time it didn't even read heel to me right because she's in her hometown and her parents are there and like and like, i don't know the the presentation on the entranceway felt a little indie but then like the match 
was actually very, very good. Like fantastic. Very, this was this was probably the first time I've been like really, really impressed with Athena because I know she's done good work, but it was all kind of before I came back on the scene here. Um, and this was like a finally return to form. I think like she's found her stride in the ring again. So I find it so fascinating that all of this, you know, started because of the Jody threat match. I know. And, and like calling it out in the promo was so good. Like it's, it's just been that, like this run is like all about just speed and aggression and it's been great. And, and, and that wasn't planned. The, the, the Jody threat match was not, that wasn't the way it was supposed to go. And they pivoted. And I think they pivoted masterfully to give Athena more of an edge to make her, to give her the turn and give her the character that she has. Now this works for me. This is, you know, this is something I can see her continuing to do and evolve with. I, and I think this happens so much in wrestling that none of this, like the preordained stuff doesn't always go over. Like, I think that's why John Cena got booed so much by like all of the adults in the audience for so long, because it was just so like, you know, foreseeable, like you could see where they wanted to shove everything. Whereas like, the organic stuff like that just kind of happens by a flub or like a, a, a quick pre-match decision where it's just like, you know what, what do we have to lose? Just go all out. And then boom, you've created a new star just from like a wi- one wild match. Like that's yeah. why, like when we, when we, was, when we saw, um, I think it was, who was it? We we're trying to kill each other at uh Greek town. The, it Everyone was Kobe Durst and, uh, Oh, dude, Kobe Prince? Durst tries to kill himself every time. Yeah. I think it was Kobe Durst and Aiden Prince. And they're both like, Oh yeah, those two. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. you know, boom, immediate stars to me, like the two of them. By the way, uh, next Saturday is uh, Greek Town Wrestling in Toronto, and I, I think we'll be there. I should probably talk to <laughs> talk to Channing and yeah, his team. Yeah, figure that out. <laughs> Aiden's got a match that seems that, like it's going to be another crazy one. I can't remember who he's got. I think it might did, be. Did you see the Puff match? I did see the. Puff match. <laughs> <laughs> God bless us. We're going to have so much fun. Uh, Greek Town is yeah. also available on Fight Plus, by the way. It's $4.99 a month. If you're not in Canada or just want to watch some wrestling, they're running uh, shows on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So if you're in the Ontario region and you want to go to Hamilton, London, Ontario, and Toronto, they'll be running live those three dates. If you want to watch on Fight Plus, go ahead. $5 is all you got to pay uh, along with that. And like you got a shit ton of wrestling because Fight Plus is actually a pretty cool deal. We're not uh, affiliated with Fight Plus, at least not yet. They they follow me and unfollow me daily uh, mm-hmm. for those who know. So uh, there you go. We'll, we'll enjoy that. But uh, let's move on. Let's talk about Swerve and Our Glory taking on Shane Taylor promotions. That match was a lot of fun. There was some good storytelling. Shane Taylor is a big, big dude. So, so big. Simply. He's a big I man. Love. My God. He very bottom heavy. Yeah. The, there was some like <laughs> jiggle going on. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, love I love it. I love it. I love it. Shane Taylor can also move like a... <laughs> He can, he can move like a light dude, but he's a bigger dude. His pairing it. with what? <laughs> Griffey? What, what's his first two letters? Yeah, J.D. Griffey. J.D. Griffey. J.D. Griffey is an odd duck. Like, my God. I he seemed pretty about. normal in the promo. And then he comes out, and then it's just weird vibes in the entire match. And, like, I don't know if I loved it or found it off-putting, but he's a he's a strange dude. He feels like a strange dude. It was a good match. There was yeah. The more the storytelling was obviously going to be between keith lee and swerve uh swerve ditched keith lee this time and sometimes that doesn't work out but this time keith lee won so <laughs> yeah yeah well it's keith lee and also again jd griffey's just there doing weird things <laughs> and for some reason this this was what kind of like 
um, it didn't bug me, but it was like kind of perplexing when JD kicks, uh, he, he does this whole thing where like, it's just Keith Lee alone. And then JD accidentally kicks Shane Taylor in the face. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, why are we doing this one? And I know it was accidental, but like, it was just a really weird, like extra it was, spot. It was a foil to contrast the, the deep friendship between JD Griffey and, and, uh, Shane Taylor. This yeah, is a Shakespearean production, I see. Uh, well, and okay, like this is the one thing that bugged me is like Swerve comes out and he does, you know, doesn't do the fist bump, yeah. and I was like, right off the bat, that's not like we're gonna have words about that before this match even starts. Whereas <laughs> Keith Lee just kind of rolls with it, goes for it. <laughs> He's just like, eh, okay, fair. It's like, no, no, I think that should be sorted on the way to the ring and or before we start. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Top Bottom Boy and. <laughs> what the- I don't know. <laughs> not about not about Papa Penguin. Your weird presentation <laughs> of that. Mod Mike is very bottom heavy. He says, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Uh, and yeah, so so yeah, the story was that Keith Lee is a, a former partner of Shane yes, Taylor's. Yeah, I watched uh, the before, package. It was good. Yeah, yeah, before Keith went to NXT, there was a whole thing. So uh, that was the match. That, yeah. Ring of Honor is actually really really good at putting together like lengthy pre match uh packages that explain everything because i like even when they were running regular tv it was pretty clear that not many people watched it so they just yeah. did the, the pay-per-view pre-rolls and they've always been very detailed which i i appreciate because i didn't watch it so and also like i think a lot of people came into the ring of honor pay-per-view this well yesterday thinking like eh, just a bunch of matches and not a lot of story when when there was some story it was uh and i, I yeah. talked about this with impact one thing that impacts really good at is telling the stories now, but also directing you to the past if it's applicable. Uh, and you don't, you're being rewarded for being a viewer here. They're just kind of explaining it and, uh, and not so much rewarding you for your viewership, but no, like, I feel like, yeah, exactly. I, I feel like with the ring of honor presentation, like it's really beneficial for me who doesn't watch it week to week or watch rampage. Um, but it might be a bit long and boring of a recap for people who do kind of tune in every week. So I don't know. Uh, so I admittedly missed out on the six man championship match. Uh, I was dealing with baby. So it was, uh, the embassy defeated Dalton castle and the boys. Uh, I kind of expected it. I kind of didn't. My understanding is that the boys are signed. Dalton is not. They, this is the problem with the ring of honor. It's, stuff. Confusing. it's very confusing. And it, this is, again, this is the issue with the ring of honor stuff. Dalton castle and the boys beat the last six man champions. That was, uh, Oh my God. It was, uh, I forget what the tag team's name was, but it was Vincent and, uh, yeah, I, I, I know. And, and yeah. those guys, I can't right. Remember the name. Either. Yeah. So I'm sure someone in the chat's going to yes, remind please, me, but I'm just having do. a brain fart. Uh, regardless, they beat them because those guys were not under ring of honor contract. And we found out later, Vincent was going to the PC. Dutch was going to the PC. Like those guys were not necessarily going to be part of it. So they shifted them over to the boys in Dalton castle. And now the embassy is very clearly ring of honor based. So they shifted the titles again to the boys. It's from the boys in Dalton castle yeah. to the embassy. It was a good match. You missed out. Uh, Dalton castle fun as always the back uh, there at one point. Uh, the, is it the con? Is it just the con? What is it? Con? con? No, no, that's, Big. that's impact. That's impact. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, con delivers a, a backbreaker to Dalton Castle that looked so brutal. And I think he just goes, ah, fuck! <laughs> and it was like, oh, oh my God, God, he actually broke his back before, though. Like, what the hell? 
Were they yeah. the righteous? Yeah, I guess they were called the righteous. Oh yeah, okay. That's yeah, not. There you go. Is it Ocon? Ocon. No, no, it's not Ocon. No, it's not Ocon. That's it's Great the, Ocon. He's, that's New Japan. No, God, it's not Great Ocon. Yeah, no, I remember who he is. Um, yeah, no, it, it's just Khan, I think. Anyway, um, the embassy, good, big, scary guys. Good to see uh, Brian Cage doing his thing um, with a mouthpiece, which is always appreciated. Yes. So, I, I am a fan of Brian Cage's resurgence. Um, he's he so he's so much time, so fast and so like huge. Like he's good, fine. he's good. Just, yeah. just keep I think he just needs mouth. someone else, yeah, to to give him more because he doesn't have like a whole lot of personality other than like uh like big muscle guy but he's what's so good funny, in the ring like what's funny is he does he just doesn't have it like okay so yeah of, not an acting personality exactly so here's the thing i do i follow him on social media as part of like i follow a number of like 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 over the top bodybuilders <laughs> um and so like he's good and entertaining in that form but yeah, even like you watch the pre-roll package where uh, Prince Nana is talking, sitting down and he's there standing like, like smiling a little, looking at the camera. Like he's very yeah. awkward in front of the camera. I think he just needs a better director to like yeah. help him like work through the actual on camera stuff because he is like, a, a, he's a, he's a personality outside of the ring. Yeah. So. I hear he's a machine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, pure championship match. Wheeler Yuta defeats Daniel Garcia. There's a lot of new champions in Ring of Honor right now, uh, which kind of. I don't think it, I don't think it surprised a lot of people. New cha- but, different uh, cha- like passing of the championships. Yeah. Yeah, there were some flip flops for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, when we talk about the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship match, that was another one that was a flip flop. Uh, just a longer flip flop. Anyway, yeah. Yuta defeats Daniel Garcia. Uh, very fun match. Very good match. Very solid match. Just two guys beating the shit out of each other. They love the finish. It looked it actually looked vicious. Like I and I've criticized those elbows before that Blackpool mm-hmm. Combat Club do. Um, these ones look good, looked rough. And what's funny is like Yuta was normally the culprit for having yeah, yeah, weaker yeah. elbows. So it's exactly good to see that he's yeah. worked on it. And uh either that or Garcia really made it look that much better. I, yeah, it was definitely a team effort because I think Garcia I, I think they're comfort with each other at this point. This was what match four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think their comfort with each other is increased. So they're able to like, you know, not fear clocking each other with a hard elbow. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about the world tag title match. I think after we talk about the TV title. match. Yeah. I felt bad for Samoan Joseph. Cause it was just like, why? <laughs> I don't, I mean, why Mimosa would they make Joe, them follow that? <laughs> Mimosa Joe and juice Robinson were there just to have like that yeah. type of match. And, and it, was, it was serviceable. It was a good match for the both of them. Like nothing wild, wild, but it was. There's a spot where Juice launches himself yeah. at Joe in uh, on the barricade, and the camera just catches Juice like coming into frame, running and doing his cannonball. And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and again, that's a happy accident from what was largely bad bad camera work. Like yes. he only caught it at the end because he wasn't where he should be (laughs) it was so interesting and so strange uh juice succumbs to the muscle buster and joe retains the title the only guy the only wrestler to retain his title at the ring of honor pay-per-view and yeah (laughs) i I mean mod mike saying it like have joe come out and be the only be the guy who's like i'm the only guy who retained his title y'all suck comically the one that probably could have stood to lose it too (laughs) it's true well (laughs) 
let's just say the world television champion isn't exactly representing his television deal because there is none so we'll get there <laughs> we'll get to that i want to talk about that too yeah yeah he you know what he made mimosa juice out of juice robinson oh he did juice him that was he got juiced very much at the end uh do you want to talk about the world title match and then we'll go to the tag titles yeah because that tag title match probably should have main event. It was definitely the main event. I don't understand. But I, <laughs> and like, I don't know. I, I this this got time because of the the JAS kind of overbook situation, which was yeah. fine. I didn't hate it, but it, it felt a bit long. Uh, overall, it was a good match. Claudio defeats Chris Jericho, becomes the Ring of Honor World Champion again. Uh, I didn't hate it. I, I the no. the finish is what a lot of people are talking about. Yeah. And that was the spinning, uh, spinning submission. I uh, don't understand why this is difficult for some people. I don't understand how most wrestlers take the the swing at all. It yeah. seems goddamn horrible. If I spin <laughs> myself around four or five times, I want to collapse and vomit. So I don't understand why people. I guess they don't have. They've never tried. You didn't do that. You had a joyless childhood. Like, have you? Have you never been to the fair and yeah. the gravitron and been like, "Oh shit, this sucks. I can't do this forever." Uh, I legitimately yeah. don't understand how. What like Claudio? I guess he's just practiced it, but I don't know how most wrestlers do that for that long and don't hurl. Like it is very <laughs> unpleasant. The. The stipulation attached to it was if Claudio lost, he would have to join the JAS. Yeah. I really wanted that to happen. Yeah. I think I think it would have been funny, but I, I, was, I am also totally fine with this. There was money left on the table at the same time. So many people were saying that they were just over this feud with Blackpool yeah. Combat Club and the Jericho Appreciation Society. This is one thing, though. Man, if you had done it, they were going to call, they were going to reteam Hager and Claudio, call them the hat trick. That's they hilarious. Threw them the hat at the, yeah, it was pretty funny. They were going to, they, they, they would have had him come out and introduce world champion Chris Jericho in all five languages. Would have had him yodel Judas down to the ring. What else are oh, they That does have sound funny as hell. They could have gotten Oksana back and brought her in for an appearance. Like, there's so much just <laughs> callback because Claudio had some. Stupid gimmicks when he yeah, was in WWE. Don't sure get did. me wrong. They were all entertaining. But like put him in the stupid jacket and suit and tie and have him rip it off. Like so many things. Oh, Money left on the table. But I understand that people were like, we're done oh, with yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, that James Bond entrance. He did. <laughs> they would have brought it back. It was so good. Oh, there's still time. You could always roll it back later. But it's it's World Cup season. And and listen. The World Cup is especially shitty this year with everything that's going on. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But World Cup hooligan, Swiss, Claudio Castagnoli, come on. It was right there. The entertainment value. It's okay. They had the reset ring of honor for the internet. Someone tell Caden to clip this one you know, 25 <laughs> minutes into the show. Ah. <sighs> Claudio wins. He got the spin and Jericho tapping the mat as he goes around in circles is hilarious as a visual. I really enjoyed it. It looked very good. It was great. I love that. Fin- I really love that finish. It was novel. Like yes. very it, good. It, 
I, I've been giving him his, his flowers lately. This felt like a Jericho finish. This felt yeah. like Jericho and Claudio sat down and Big Jericho time. was like, has anyone ever tapped out to the spin? And Claudio was like, I don't think so. And <laughs> well, I, I hate taking it. So let's, let's do it to the max and show that this is horrible. Like, kudos, kudos to Jericho who would take it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just a, a fun match, fun finish to the show. Uh, they didn't do anything after the show. So this is kind of why I assume they had the world cha- well for two reasons one the world championship is the most valued thing in ring of honor so therefore it goes on last they almost always do that which is unless fair. it's like ladder wars um claudia winning was the culmination of a, a big feud that kind of went across you know aw and all that and on top of that you needed to finish final battle on a high note and it's the end of the year therefore everyone's happy uh world tag team championship double dog collar match the Briscoes defeat FTR. They win back those Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships in a bloody ass war that so much blood. Um, I enjoyed <laughs> the hell out of it. Me too. <laughs> me too. Do not it get was, me wrong. It was very good. Like wild what they were doing. Uh, the, the two callers, like they actually, I really liked the like the tension point where he's choking him, like like hanging him over the ropes and then throwing uh, Dax into it. Like that was very good. Great callbacks to Greg Valentine and Roddy Piper. Um, even old dog collar matches from Ring of Honor's past. You know, Raven's been involved with those mm-hmm. with CM Punk. Uh, it, so on and so forth. And FTR, of course, loves CM Punk, so that helps. Uh, there was a, just a lot of really good callbacks. The match itself was great. The so finish is probably why... The, the aftermath is probably why it didn't uh, main event the show. And that is the Gun Club. Oh, the Gun Club the Gun crap. Brothers yeah. coming out. <laughs> and attacking FTR and being like, we're going to ruin you. And I'm like, they just lost tag titles and you didn't cause that. So kind of ruined. Uh, and also the production of it was messed up. Like, I guess they didn't tell people they were doing it. <laughs> Mike spot after the fact, like they, they hit oh, the Briscoe's so music good. and he's like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> shut I, up. Love, I think he just saw the mic in front of him and was like, I'm just going to sell and do cut a promo on the floor. It worked. Like it was, it, it, it's cause he's there just like, <laughs> My job's gonna be beating your ass for the next six months. <laughs> he was about to drop another F bomb. He's like, "Nope," said I wouldn't swear this time. <laughs> uh, just, a, just a really, really fun pay per view. Mm. I went into it knowing that the matches were going to deliver. I yeah, went into it really knowing, did, like, yeah, I went into it knowing it was going to be a fun show. Um, but I also went into it being like, "Listen, we still don't have TV. We still don't have stories." to some of these matches they're just kind of tossed in like a super indie and like stuff like that kind of bugs me in re- in my wrestling like i want the stories and you and i talk yeah. about this frequently and we have for the last few years that if we have a storyline we're much more uh bought into the to the entire show yeah like and this one had it, it did have some stories but they'd had like juice robinson and samoa joe I was like, okay, yeah. whatever. So like, some stuff was just kind of shoehorned in and then, and the, then grand scre- the grand scene was like what are you doing here yeah and the, the end, like the celebration was a little bit weird because they had the confetti. And I don't know if fans brought the streamers, but the streamer thing was so weird. I love, like the, the, I love the streamers. It was it was nice. The problem is someone threw theirs before the other like three people threw theirs. <laughs> <laughs> so there was just the one yellow one that like kind of flopped in. And then like, you know, Claudio did a damn good job with it. But just Cat five minutes. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Someone else did the the block. I think. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the uh, the bots are back anyway uh so that was the ring of honor show that was uh that was final battle and it was again a fun show with um a lot of positivity and then he had tony khan do the media scrum afterwards and holy shit i almost fell asleep yeah that sounds about right he oh i do want to say like rickabani and caprice coleman just as a duo i much Great. prefer caprice so coleman still still kind of gets on my nerves sometimes with some really weird statements that are either incorrect or at the wrong time but like overall like they're as a duo i'm much more into caprice coleman because like my first introduction was him in a four-man booth and i did not care for him yeah yeah and that's the thing right with uh with a four-man booth nobody is good no like it wasn't but yeah rick Abani, great great yeah those two those two have worked so well together and i'm glad that they're continuing to work together with ring of honor um i'm trying to think was there anything else from that show that really stood out i think we covered it all that was a damn good show yeah, me too. Oh, so really the post press conference post-press, from all you yeah. really need to talk about is uh <laughs> this is this was the most frustrating post show scrum I've ever watched because every question that was asked was like how do you feel about winning this championship? How does it feel to be you? And uh, I hate that shit. It's it's the pro wrestling media kayfabe vortex and it just bugs the shit out of me. How do you think they feel now that they've won their match and a title? How do you, how would you feel? Hey, you had a good day today. How does that feel? Stuff like that bugged me. But um, what, what was even funnier and more bugging me was any time that the wrestlers wanted to talk about where they want to go with their title reign or whatever it is, they were like, can we tell them? And, and Tony was like, no, no, we're not going to tell them yet. And it was all about the stupid TV deal. So we're, he's just honey dicking us through the entire process. Oh my God. Eight o'clock rolls around, eight o'clock Eastern, and he's still sitting there talking. And I'm like, I have a deadline watch along to do. And I'm sitting there. I've got a bunch of people on my screen here ready to start and talking and chatting. And I've got Tony Khan right here talking over them and just talking circles around it. Saying nothing. Saying nothing. A lot of words. Saying saying we've relaunched Honor Club. And that's after three minutes of filibustering and being like, well, you got to go all the way back to when I was a fetus. And it's like, you Son of a bitch. What? what Get to the fireworks factory. Is Honor Club like their own website streaming? Yes, Honor Club is their own streaming service. And you know what? In past regimes, it sucked and it didn't work well. (laughs) So Tony has put money in and resources to relaunch Honor Club with uh, updated uh, updated programming and updated service and like just a better. And by all accounts so far, it's good. That's great. I'm very happy. Did not announce a TV deal. Said maybe in January they'll have a deal. Um, sure. Why did you go into your press conference on Wednesday, the pre-show conference and say, I'll have an announcement about TV on Saturday. Were you waiting on something or were you just like, you had nothing and just wanted to get people talking? Here's a thought. Why in this day and age, is it so important to get on television? Like, I think you could build a viable, profitable business with a website and like content that like you're going to get the same number of viewers in honor club that are really dedicated that you'll probably get on TV. Like, I don't think you're going to get in a tremendous TV deal for ring of honor. You can get different advertisers that aren't looking for that traditional media. You could create a different product that better suits uh, more alternative advertisers. Like, I don't understand why there's no creative thought in Tony's brain for that. Like, I don't, care about television like there's lots of people who don't 
I think nobody on his team is a new media person. Here's and the thought. Hire some damn people. <laughs> and, and I agree with that. Wrestling traditionally has been very old hat like that. Mm-hmm. You know, get on TV. And also, like, you got to look at the viewership as well. Traditionally, the viewership yeah. across wrestling right now is 50 plus. You know, the the oh, yeah. the 18 to 39 crowd that everyone talks about, like, they're watching, but they're not. They're, they're watching online. They're watching yeah. on YouTube. They're watching on whatever it is. Um, Dark does good numbers. Imagine if Dynamite was on YouTube. What would the numbers look like? Try if you tried it for a week. Yes, you'd lose tons of money. But the point is, if you tried it for a week and just compared the numbers, would they work out? Your... Like said, if you, it's Ring of Honor. It's not. A, it's like right. with Dynamite. Sure, it's a bigger production. It costs more. The wrestlers probably cost more. Ring of Honor. Like you just. You have to figure out how to make the economics of it work, which is keep costs reasonable. You have more resources than any than most other people on the internet. Like just do that. You can build a business off of it. There's a certain amount of sponsorship dollars that comes with it. And a lot of yeah. that comes with not just your your CPM, but also um or not just the deal you make that CPM, but also just the um the the viability of your channel. Your viewership is is big. How how big on youtube are you and if yeah. you're a new if you're new you're gonna get you know price.com which is who does dark sponsorship yeah, sometimes yeah. um there's room for it but like they they i just don't think they figured it out yet i don't yeah, think exactly. they understand yeah, i think it's just i don't know if they know what the investment should look like do they want the return to be immediate which is what a tv deal would hypothetically do or do they want the return to be gradual which maybe running on youtube or twitch or whatever would would also do it, like you, you can do it on your own website too you just have to be creative about it but like or yeah and you're also selling subscriptions and you're also selling people like butts and seats so you've got multiple revenue sources you have merch like there's a way to make this work you just have to actually work at it and the problem is tony khan again wants to sar everything and he's one dude so you can be one dude and leave a thumbs up on this or do that or whatever you are i don't know Gender doesn't matter in this case. Just leave us a thumbs up. If you're watching us here on YouTube, if you're watching us on Facebook, uh, if you're on Switch, you can subscribe with Prime. Uh, why not? Hey, let's talk about Deadline. Let's get into it. Uh, this was your first NXT show that you've watched in how long? Months, months, months. Well, when was the last pay-per-view? I think we talked about that. No, we didn't. We've been, okay. we've been swearing off talking about NXT. before that one? <laughs> they did. Uh, I feel like there were ladders involved. <laughs> Oh my God. What was it? I think it was a ladder thing. <laughs> I got to look this up. Cause now it's bugging me. Yeah. Um, either way, what do you think? This was your, your first, uh, NXT show in a while. What did you, uh, what do you think? Uh, ups and downs, like some really strong stuff. I think the women's division has some compelling, like they have, a, it's weird. I was like, Oh, the women's matches first. Okay. And then I saw kind of why, cause like, Zoe, I don't know. I like a lot about Zoe, but like there was a lot of weird stuff too, like quirky in ring things that were kind of messed up and, and things like that. Um, Roxanne Perez, great. Like, obviously, the easy decision, I think, to make that to, to win this. Um, they're still doing the Cora Jade thing with her, which is surprising to me because literally the last one I watched that we talked about 
it was them against each other. Um, they're, they're the new Chapa and Gargano feud. Yeah, in okay. NXT. and then that's fine because that, they have that the is chemistry. fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, like I like Corjay. I like Roxanne Perez. Uh, though there was a new person I didn't recognize at all. Uh, Kiana. Kiana James, the porn star accountant. <laughs> okay, so that's not really her gimmick. Let's just okay. But I would like to. If you ever watch her on the weekly TV, if you ever watch her on weekly TV, she looks like she looks like the porn star who is setting up the scene, but they never get to the scene. Got it. So you know what I mean? Like the Stephanie McMahon black suit with the V cut white blouse. Yeah. (laughs) Like like the plumber is coming, but you don't see what happens after he fixes the sink. Yeah. 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 I know. The plumber comes and and, and he he fixes the (laughs) sink and then fade to black. That's very funny. Yeah. Um, okay. She did okay. And then um See, it's so upsetting that even a child yeah, is crying. The baby about is not it. happy about this presentation. I understand. Um what was who was the other person? Indy. It was Indy. Yeah, Indy. And it was fine. The match was good. I enjoyed it. No, no real complaints about it, but it was like was the concept confusing to you or did you understand it? Because I know there was a lot. No, not at all. It was not at all confusing. In fact, the more I watched it, I was like, I haven't watched the weekly TV, so I can't comment on on the build for it. Because like this has the issue with the gauntlet matches where it's just like, okay, well, some people start early and some people end. Did you do anything with that? Like, did we get there? Right. Um, and... I feel like you could do a lot. And I thought about this with the men's match too. Like what you could do. <laughs> my God. Dax and the dog collar. They looked good. They looked good. It was a, yeah, let's just get that Dax and the dog collar. Woof. Um, Woof. Yeah. So like how you could present this match and really build it for the future is have people declare, like tell, like they could have like a discussion about where they want to enter because there's pros and cons to entering first or later you know like it makes sense because it as they pointed out in the men's match like axiom wanted in early so that he could maximize the amount of time he had to actually get pinfalls and stuff right right which makes sense to me um but also you do what grayson waller did show up late take out a couple people and get a get fast pinfalls like that's also an option so like if you build this match as something that is a bit more perennial and you actually like the rumble, et cetera, and you have people, you've got weeks of television where people are, you know, trying to get certain entrance spots, competing for certain entrance spots. Like it, it, it's got a lot of potential to me. And the penalty box thing is cool because you do stuff like Axiom and JD McDonut, as I'm going to be calling him. I love that spot. When we talk about it, it's going to be really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, so my feeling was since you do a men's one and a women's one, they were going to be um, pretty different and they very much were. They were. Matches. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for uh, sure. The women had that whole, like everyone gets one except for Keanu James. Uh, and then, which was fair because newest. Yeah. And also, by the way, she's only been wrestling for a year. Like she's they oh. picked her up from the athletic, from like the, not the NIL, but like she was a, a varsity athlete type of person came in and she's taken to it like a, like a yeah, I mean, she's looked as good as Zoe, so like, yeah, doing just and, and Zoe's, Zoe's been having a long time. Uh, either way, it was a very good match. Uh, I would go back and watch it again when you remember that these are developing talent, some have more experience than others, but they all work together. Roxanne Perez gets the title shot. I thought it was going to be indie because they've got a PLE in February, and then the Mania PLE is also on the horizon. 
maybe Roxanne wins the title at the February PLE, and then the Mania PLE is Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade in like a blood feud for the women's title, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is fine yeah, by I me. Can see that, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we'll talk about the men's when we get there. But uh, what do you think of Mackenzie Mitchell and and the the, the dress she was wearing? <laughs> it looked fun. I like. I didn't mind the dress. It was funny when she was doing the backstage with New Day. And mm-hmm. they were doing their new NXT. They're doing the hip swivel. And they're when they say champions, she goes to say championship. <laughs> that's like, that's, that's like <laughs> that was like, she's so good though. Like she is good. Yeah, it was just like a very like she was able to kind of like pull it away because she realized she was saying the wrong word. Like she gets to be the announcer who has some sort of uh life and she's not a robot they're they get they yeah. got away from the robot thing it was good. Uh, and I she's really, just yeah. awesome yeah she's it's cool. really good and that the dress was fun it was fun <laughs> it was just funny because she was uh, dressed like the tooth fairy that is accurate yes fun so, so, so i see tooth fairy in the chat for me uh if you watch the pre-show it was uh mackenzie mitchell sam roberts and fifles denise salcedo so denise was in like a black dress it was very um traditional and mm-hmm. then you saw mac in her white and i was just like this is the weirdest Black Swan reboot I have ever <laughs> yeah, watched. Yeah, big time. <laughs> uh, Kaden with the super chat saying, I'll be streaming for 13 hours today. Wish oh me my luck. God. Buddy, that's on you. I hope you enjoy it, but I would absolutely tap out after two. Um, let's move on. Albafire and Isla Dawn had a great match to the surprise of nobody if you haven't seen NXT UK. So basically it was surprising to everybody because nobody watched NXT UK. Yeah. See, now I've watched like four or five episodes of NXT UK and it's funny because basically everyone who like st- like stood out to me was kept by WWE and or went to AEW and did some stuff that like you know, basically all the very talented people are doing okay. Who's excited for Trent 7 AEW All-Atlantic Champion? That sounds fun to me. I really like him. Yeah. I want the old Atlantic champion to be from the UK and only working UK indies. Yeah. That's the revitalization of the UK indies by (laughs) Tony Khan. Uh, Isla Dawn gets the win after (laughs) poisoning the referee. That was very funny. (laughs) Black, just black shit coming out of his mouth. And it's just, it That's was very it. they made a point of of singling him out they're like it's the same one she spit in the face of i was like oh that's gonna come into play bray wyatt's just sitting at home just like oh yeah that's good stuff yeah i'm gonna do that uh, i love isla don like i don't know she's got a great look the, the character is dumb in like a, a manageable way like it's not the it's spooky stuff that you can actually do things with rather than like way too much yeah, exactly. Uh, so you may not have liked the finish. Well, I mean, in general, talking to you, the viewer, but uh, the match itself is worth going out of your way for because it was it was just a lot of fun. Uh, and again, these two work really well together. They work together in NXT UK. So uh, really nice to see Isla Dawn get the win because she's the newbie. Feels like Alba Fire, as we say every week, is on her way up to the main <laughs> roster. Should be. She and her and Cameron now. Grimes. Her and Cameron Grimes need to just like team up together and be like where are we where are we going guys i don't Sean. know what what happens to them if it's cameron grimes and alba fire they're going to be like nunzio and uh n- not nunzio um nidia and <laughs> jamie, jamie noble. noble yeah jamie noble is having his like final wwe match this weekend <laughs> yeah i saw that i was like very wow. exciting but yeah that's uh actually it's a good i'd love to see them team just up a trash them. couple like <laughs> They would kill it. They would be very good at it. Yes, it was so good. Uh, what happened next? New Day won the tag titles from Pretty Deadly. Now, here's the thing. 
when New Day came out on Tuesday, I said, they're doing a PLE in, uh, they're, they're going off the PC land. They're leaving Florida. Thank God. And they're going to do a PLE in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina in February. Oh. They haven't done a PLE outside of the performance center since before the pandemic. Yeah. Thank God. I was saying on Tuesday, if you want to sell tickets to that PLE, you put those NXT tag titles on New Day and you let it ride. And that's exactly what they did. Pretty Deadly still looked great in the match. Yeah. The four-way Eddie spot was f- just fun. Yeah, that, and that's you it. No it. no one can do it ever again because Kofi found the perfect counter. <laughs> just yes. fall down. Like. They've been doing it forever. This time everyone fell down. We all fall down. That was good. It was really good. Uh, from the pre-show package, clearly the one main thing I'm missing from NXT is pretty deadly because it seems yeah. like they're fun as hell. Like they had so many clips of them, and it was very, very good. Like they are phenomenal. Very happy. Like, they're great. I love pretty yeah. deadly, and this they were great in this match. And it's fine that they lost those titles because they will be fine. <laughs> like. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, I doubt it's going to be New Day and Usos for those tag titles. I know someone oh, was putting it out no, there. No, 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 I think no, I think Alex sorry, from Sour Graphs is putting it out there. It's not going to be that. It's more likely that no. the New Day will drop the tag titles to an NXT to an NXT team. Yeah. Could be Eventually, the like I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they hold them for quite a while and they just keep them on NXT for a bit. Drop them, them, drop them back to Pretty Deadly in a in some sort of gimmick match. Yeah, sure, that's fine. Do a tag like, team Iron Survivor match. I, I think. I think New Day are probably going to stay down there until Big E's back. So that's actually a good idea. I would like that. Keep them down until Mania, and then at Mania, if Big E can make an appearance, at least, yeah, have the three of them come out as a as a. Do you know, is Big like has he talked about returning? Like not timeline wise, but like he does intend to return because like I you know wouldn't put it past anyone to say that's it for me after that like because it's a neck injury you don't know yeah and i think he's been really good at setting that expectation okay. um i think he just wants to let things uh, he's not going to rush anything no, um, yeah. but i think it's just going to be like if it happens it happens i think he'd like to come back i'm yeah. not going to speak for the guy no but yeah like, you don't yeah yeah he he's got he's got a one-year checkup that'll come up soon enough and uh we'll see regardless like there's if he can make i'm just talking about an appearance at this point yeah. If he shows up with the New Day uh, at uh, at WrestleMania or even at the Rumble, wherever it is, if he just shows up and just it just gives a little bit of oomph, a bit, a bit of life to the New Day. Yeah, totally. That being said, I don't even know what the New Day were going to do in at, at Mania because of KO and Sammy versus the Usos for the tag titles. Yeah, New Day or what in the Battle Royal on on the, the Friday? Uh, it's fine. I think they're in a good place right now. I think this is the right place to have them. You know, player coaches. Yeah. Older. There's nothing wrong with being in NXT, especially now when they're kind of moving people around and siphoning them yeah. in and out. Um, it's it's a kick in the pants for the tag division because now they have a team that they can all work with and learn from. There's an opportunity there, and I'm a big fan of that. Men's Iron Survivor Challenge. Such a, it's such a mouthful. Uh, JD McDonald, Google my name. Axiom Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Walla, and me. Uh, I I didn't beat everyone. I'm sorry. I tried, but Grayson Walla ekes out the victory. I love the finish to this match. Holy shit! Yeah, it was very all, very good. I love I, chasing after him. His entrance from Grayson's entrance through him and uh, and Axiom really really stood out. 
He's a damn talented guy, both of them, actually. Um, yeah, just that entrance coming in, like running down, double, like one was a bulldog, one was a stunner, <laughs> pins both of them. I was like, see, this is the benefit to actually coming in, like once people are a little tuckered. It was good. Um, and so perfect for like a douchebag to do, right? Just like, ah, two ones. <laughs> get out of here. Both of you go away. I'll, I'll fight one on one. Like, I thought that was really, really solid. Um, the Axiom and McDonough spot in the penalty box. Yeah, beautiful. Like, just so good. just closing the door. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's how you show a lot of, like, tremendous personality without having any facial expression. Like It, it was that Rorschach in jail in yeah. the Watchmen scene. You're <laughs> yeah, all stuck 100%. in here with me. Yeah, he's like, don't you, don't grab my belt, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm really happy that McDonough got zero pins out of Well, this. and that's okay. So this is perfect because now any like I, I mentioned it earlier, just call him JD McDonut. That that's a perfect little face like insult for the next next feud, right? Like yeah, yeah. he got zero pins. Like, and the one he almost got, literally all four men run in and just jump on his ass. I was like, Axiom kept walloping that guy. And I'm just sitting there like, I hope they know. And that's the thing. So A-Kid, Axiom is A-Kid from NXT UK. They had a loser leaves NXT match. So like, if you know, you know. But at the same time, man, they fucking tore into each other. If you didn't know, you were thinking Axiom and JD had some sort of beef. But man, Waller gets the win. It's the right move. Uh, Waller and Braun Breaker. We'll talk about the main event. Spoiler alert, uh, Braun Breaker wins the main event. <laughs> what a surprise. But uh, Waller gets the momentum and he gets the title shot. I assume it, some people were saying it's going to be New Year's Evil, but I feels like maybe they'll do it at the February PLE. Um, Braun and Mello is really the money match. And that's for Mania, for me, the Mania yeah. PLE. Yeah. Uh, stand and deliver, whatever they're going to call it. That That's the match for me. That's why Mello not winning was fine. I think yeah, Melo I mean, will win in a different five dudes in a match. Like this is the yeah. best way to like have him lose. Like you don't want him winning here. Um, and, also, and I yeah, don't even think, I don't even think I want Melo winning the NXT championship. If the difference is winner goes up or loser yeah. goes up, I would rather have uh, a really good match for Melo against Braun and Braun wins. And the next night on raw or two nights later, whatever it is, you got Melo and trick up on raw. Oh, it looks like they might've already Sean might've settled this in his weird post. Sorry. Oh, the winners get the match at New Year's of New Year's Eve. All right. Well, that sounds awful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it does sound like it's burning. Because, like, I don't know. Grayson Waller's, like, exceptionally talented. And, like, I feel yes. like that match deserves more than a Tuesday night. Because it just, like. So, hopefully, they, they do some nonsense. And we delay it a little. Because, like, I don't, I don't know. They're filming. Uh, so, Tuesday's live. And then they're doing two episodes after that. So, I feel so bad for that that team. Of people, that group of people big who are going to PC. That's a long day of tapings, especially if you start. Uh, if they they can tape out of order, but like that just messes up the crowd. So if you start at and the crowd is already season, so messed up, like yes, as a baseline, Florida. they're not functioning. So like <laughs> it is Florida. That's right. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I just I like the idea of yeah, you can put Mellow if they bring back Money in the Bank at WrestleMania. Put Mellow at the WrestleMania Money in the Bank. Why not? That's yeah. fine with me. Let them show out there. Uh, that being said, if they're gonna do, if they're gonna do New Year's Evil, that's fine. It's fine. I just, I don't know, Florida. Yeah. Um, I, 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 they're gonna tape for two weeks, and then they're gonna do a live episode on the third, and then they're gonna do New Year's Evil on the tenth. 
And on the 10th, they'll also bring back Tiffany Stratton. So that'll be. Yeah, I love people are debut. And I was like, that's just Tiffany Stratton. (laughs) Like, it's just that, that like older style, like uh, show marketing where they just like, they sexy it up a little bit by using a woman's body as like a Florida is an awful, awful, awful. Yeah. I'm sorry, Kane, but like, that's a foregone conclusion. (laughs) Like no one likes yeah like there's literally wendover just did a video about how you got so weird (laughs) like florida is so bad that people in florida are waiting for the next bad thing to happen in florida because they know it's going to (laughs) happen by the way to anyone in the chat who's just like oh my god i'm awake and i can watch you tim and i have this discussion literally every week we're going to move the time again for the new year so bear with us for the rest of december give us your wake windows and we'll try to work (laughs) within it i actually have that information thanks to you i know when people watch this damn channel (laughs) but the problem is you and i also have lives of our own and children of our own so we're trying to figure out a good time if you if you have a specific time that you would like us to be live you can tweet at us or you can tweet at mm-hmm. me or you can leave Please it in the do. chat or leave a comment because we're open to suggestions. We want to keep Sundays because Sundays are post PLE. We're wrapping up the week. We can do what we do. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot that we can do and we like having y'all join us for the shows, uh, but we'll get there. Um, does Mandy hold the title till stand and deliver? No, I think she loses it. If not at new year's evil. And then she goes up, for the rumble with toxic attraction, you can keep it on her until the PLE in February and then make a big deal out of it, mm-hmm. out of her losing. It feels like marketing wise, like her losing the Valentine's day thing works. Andy Rose, you know, whole aesthetic. It just works. Mm-hmm. You just, you just yes. that. And, and you can like feature her as the champion uh, for like the lead up to it. Right. There's a lot of promo package stuff you can include with her as champion, I think, for a Valentine's Day, whatever. If yeah. they do, what, what was the pay per view even called anymore? Oh. St. Valentine's Day Massacre. The, yeah. the February one? Yeah. 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 St. Valentine's okay. Day. Oh, no. It's Vengeance Day. Vengeance Day. Vengeance. You can't oh, call it St. Valentine's Day Massacre anymore no, because there was it's, it's a literal St. Valentine's Day. Messed up. Yeah. <laughs> vengeance day uh that's going to be the name of the show people saying split the difference to 11 a.m so here's here's the backstory why we stopped doing noon it was messing up our day and it was smack dab in the middle so it's yeah. either going to be morning or evening yeah I like I, I have to go uh i have to travel to a rehearsal for like yes. the large part of the daytime so so we're flirting with the idea of moving to the evenings yeah we just have to find the right time and i feel bad because our, our british friends our uk friends our international friends um, probably won't be able to join us live unless you want to stay up till, you know, midnight. Wait, what, what's Wednesday midnight? Morning. I was about to say, let's just do midnight. <laughs> midnight our time is about yeah. 5 a.m. their time. Perfect. Wake up early, start your day, get your Weetabix or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, so someone said, yeah, 7 p.m. Yeah. Well, we're, we're talking about times and, and 7 p.m. Eastern is, is not a bad time that we're talking about. Uh, Brown Breaker defeats Apollo Crews, retains the title. Apollo gives breaker an amazing match uh yep. probably his best to date the the match was um the the build was nothing the build was two friends going fishing and and talking about beating each other up and there was respect there and at the end of it the, first of all the the intros were hilarious it's Braun breaker everyone was like what's Braun gonna break this time he literally tears through a screen as a seizure basically affects the world <laughs> holy shit <laughs> 
I don't yeah, know if you saw don't. the intro, but oh my good lord, I'm sitting there like I'm doing this in front of the screen because I'm like, this is so bad. I, I do not have seizure problems. I would have. Yeah. Oh my god. It was dangerous. So uh, good match, really fun. Raker retains to the surprise of no one. One thing that I do like is going back to the Iron Survivor Challenge for the men. Everyone in that match was a heel except for Axiom, um, and they kind of. They kind of telegraphed it with Waller winning because Gacy and Breaker had their matches. McDonough and Breaker had their matches. Uh, Hayes, they're saving very clearly. Mm-hmm. Axiom, everyone was like, hey, you need the face who's going to fly around and have a statement. So Waller, to me, made the most sense. But what I love about the main event with Breaker and Apollo was that it was two faces. Therefore, it didn't matter who won the Iron Survivor Challenge because it was all heels plus yeah. Axiom. So yeah, I was yeah. a big fan of that. Um, oh, yeah. New, new look for Gacy, too. That's the first time I'm seeing it. So that's his, his CZW look. He started doing that uh, a few weeks ago. I, he's He's been working on, I've been working on my figure. Um, <laughs> no, Gacy's been working on his weight and, and uh, he looks great. He's he's getting better and better and uh, more lean, more more mean. He's a mm. fighting machine. Mm. Unfortunately, $7 couldn't win his match last night. Good show though. I really enjoyed uh, Deadline. I enjoyed Ring of Honor. Yeah. Uh, there was a good, yeah. good, good week in wrestling. We're, we're, we're essentially out of time, but uh, what else is there to talk about that was really big this week? There was, uh, yeah, I don't, we talked yeah. about the Dynamite thing for a yeah. second with Ricky Starks. Yeah, um, there was some other stuff, I feel, on Dynamite, but I, don't, I can't remember. Nothing's Dynam- Dynamite was good this week. There, was, there was good was storytelling. It felt yes. like there was... I agree. Hmm, there was some really good like stuff. Said, they're, they're, they're continuing the trend. I thought they did their reset now, and they've, they've done it. They, they wrote Regal off in a way that was fine. Like, didn't have an issue with that, so... Uh, yeah. And, and then SmackDown, uh, I'll just bring this up because I have to, it's so funny. They're doing Roman Reigns comes back next week. Jay goes up to Sammy and says, Hey, maybe get a a haircut, get yourself trimmed, get a number three on the sides. Sammy Zayn is going to come out looking like Jay Uso next week. And I am so excited for that. It's going to look real bad. (laughs) It's going to look so stupid, but Sammy commits to the bit so well that I'm going to love it. Winter is coming going to be a good show i'm excited for i'm excited for this week in wrestling there's going to be some good stuff so uh let's yeah. uh let's get out of here on that high note some good wrestling this week tim where can the people find you on the internet you can find me at tim stone p t-i-m-b-s-t-o-n-e-p twitter instagram show is tim and joel call in the ring every sunday at 10 a.m for now who knows what's going to be later let us know in the comments when you want us to go live i'm at joel pearl j-o-e-l-p-a-r-l ladies gentlemen friends beyond the binary we'll see you in the next one cheers Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co 